Hello and welcome to the Olympic Channel podcast. I'm Ed Knowles. This is the place for all the very best from OlympicChannel.com. We'll have some great interviews and look a little bit into Korean culture. Our mission is to take you beyond the snow and ice here at Pyeongchang 2018. So I went for Korean barbecue last night. It was unbelievably good. All types of different pork on a grill, so much kimchi. They even had like a little station where you could go and stock up on anything that you already plowed through too quickly. Really, really, really good food. And today it's been a, a crazy day, totally crazy. I've met the IOC president, Thomas Bach, who came through to say hi to everybody here at the Olympic Channel. And the snowboarder, Jamie Anderson, then came like five minutes later with her gold medal from the slope style. And Jamie and I actually did a bit of stretching because she's super into yoga. And I did my first OM. She uses all that to focus really well. And obviously she's got two gold medals in the snowboarding. Something's going right. So anyway, if you want to watch that video, it will be on olympicchannel.com after the Winter Games are all over. Okay, so what's going down today? The best skier ever? Marcel Hersher sits down with the Olympic Channel. And what happens when family strength becomes a weakness? I spoke to the wonderful Justine, Chloe and Maxime, the three Defer Lapointe sisters, who have had an absolutely incredible journey up to the Olympic Games here. But first, here are the top stories from OlympicChannel.com. Speed skating, smiling assassin. Don't be fooled by all the smiles. 17-year-old Marm Biney is a winner. What creature comforts can Olympians not live without? Who brought a games console and who brings the special hot sauce? And the Olympic Channel goes orange. Olympic Channel reporter Nicholas Vindate partied with the Dutch in Pyeongchang. A very tough job indeed. You can see all those videos at olympicchannel.com forward slash news. Just have a look on there. There's loads more too. Olympic Channel volunteer Heiji Kim will be here very soon to give us a Korean perspective on things. But now, it's been a secret for nearly a year, but Sochi gold medalist mogul skier Justine defour lapont mum got cancer. The family are tight, like really tight. The three sisters are all Olympians and they say that this year has been the hardest year of their lives. The bond between Justine, Chloe and Maxime is strong. Their Twitter handle is shared, for example. But when something bad happens in a family so close, it hurts a lot. Their mum is now thankfully in remission and Justine somehow managed to bag a silver medal here in Pyeongchang. I sat down with all three Canadian sisters and started out by asking Justine what it was like to receive that terrible news that your mum is so sick. We heard it while we were um, on our way to Pyeongchang last year, pretty much almost the same date, I guess. And um, it was a shock. It was something I never thought that could happen to us so far beyond. And um, I was, we were not ready for that. I mean, nobody's ready for it, but we were in. And, so we had to accept it, which took time, and then be mad, <laughs> being sad. And um, when we got back home, and I think that's really where it hits us, that, okay, this is real, this is really happening. My mom doesn't look like my mom anymore. And, and yeah, it just changed so many perspectives, the way I see life, and, and made me grow up so much and so fast. 
Chloe, clearly all three of you are really high-achieving females. How big of an example was your mom growing up? My mom is, uh, she's the, like, she's the rock. She's the driver of the train, you know? And uh, she always been there to tell us and to help us. And uh, since we're kids, like, it was no big deal. She bring us, she brought us everywhere she goes. And so, like, I think the person that I trust the most in the world is my mom. And so when we knew she was, like, sick, it was hard because we had to support each other more because we, we couldn't, like, give her this job again. She needed to have us. It was the opposite, and um, it was hard, but now she's good, and we grew up in that, in that experience life. Uh, we're more mature. We're more adult, I guess, even more. Chloe and Maxime as well, you are both in a really unique place because you can both put yourselves almost in Justine's shoes, how, because you're all Olympians, um, what do you think about how much pressure she was under, not just because it's the Olympic Games, of course, but just because of the year and how difficult it's been for you all? With all the, the year that we've been through, no, nothing could like shake her up like on the top of that that course. Justine did it what she had in her body. I think she just put it out there, and when I see her, like I don't wish, I don't like hope. I know. I'd say being on the sideline, um, not competing as an athlete, it came to me sort of like an instinct that I could be there and be a strength for Justine to rely on if she needed to. It, it became my role here and it gave my Olympic journey a meaning. And I think she did. Uh, <laughs> at one point during the game, yes. she... She, a couple of days after arriving in Pyeongchang, she called me at home and I, I was like, oh, she called, I must, it must be something important, so I called back and she was just laying in bed crying, being like, Max, I'm sick, I'm not feeling well, it's so unfair. And, and, and she just needed, you know, someone to listen to her and... I think I comfort her the best I could and giving her all the tips I know. <laughs> and you know, that, that was my role and that was a, a moment I will always cherish and remember. So we are our greatest strengths and, and we support each other. Yes, we, we can be, it can be a weakness, but I, I will always see it as a great strength. And I also noticed that you're all wearing the same necklace, is that right? It's a symbol. It's a symbol it, of our, our strength. This is our unity. And um, I wear it yesterday on the hill before going up. I was like, oh, where's my necklace? I, I almost forgot to wear it. And it was really significant to wear it on, knowing that, okay, I will be competing with one of my sisters, not two of them, but I will have it as my trio my strength around my neck to compete and have the strength to to do my best but it's it means us actually it's yeah the way we designed it is 
we combined uh, three triangles uh, because we've always talked about how the three of us form a triangle and how it's a it's a form of strength it's a structure of strength so but there are three different triangles which represent each one of us because we're so different individuals and yet they are combined in a way that they have one common point and they form a beautiful structure because it's who we are. We are different, but assembled together, we form a bigger whole. And um, we're very proud of that symbol. So there's three of you, there's three people in Destiny's Child. Which one of you is Beyonce? I think oh. we're all Beyonce. Oh. But who's got the lungs? The the oh, none, none of us. None of us. We don't. It's pretty much the only thing we, that mom having. We have a lot of talents. But singing isn't one of them. Dancing? Dancing. Yeah. I love dancing. I always love dancing. Uh, um, we have more creativity. Um, businesswoman inside of us. Um, we have almost a duck here. She's our little brain of the. She's our brain of the family. Like, that's why I called her when I was sick. I was like, I need my comfort <laughs> doctor. I w can I trust? That so, uh, and our fashionista here. So, yeah, we have a... It's pretty good combo, you know? That's great. Thank you so much for your time there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was really fun. Yeah. Yes. Thank you to all of those three sisters. An amazing story. And they were so generous with their time. Great to meet them. Coming up, we sit down with one of the greatest skiers of all time, Marcel Herscher. But now it's time to learn a little bit more about South Korea. Like everyone else seemingly in the world, I love my phone. But it's next level phone love here in South Korea. Everyone is pretty much attached. With me now is Heiji Kim, who has just put her phone down, uh, <laughs> our Olympic volunteer. Heiji, why do you use your smartphone so much? Uh, because smartphone is like my best friend. Like I need my smartphone for everything because if I don't have my smartphone with me, then I'm nothing. Like I can't do anything. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I check my news. I message my friends. I talk to my mom and I do like all sort of stuff with my smartphone. So there's some special things that are special to Korea as mm -hmm. well, aren't there? What are those sort of apps that are special to Korea? So uh, we use Kakaotalk, which is like Korean version of WhatsApp. And uh, we basically just uh, talk with our friends, with our teachers, and we can also get some updated news from Kakao News. And it's very convenient because it updates like 30 seconds or 20 seconds and just it tells us like the recent news. So it's very convenient to use. Uh -huh. um, do you consider yourself a bit of a smartphone addict then? Do you, are you, for, I'm, I'm, I've seen you, you are a bit of a, a smartphone yes. addict, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I am. I use my smartphone all day, every day, and it's just, like I said, it's my best friend. <laughs> um, and, oh yeah, one more thing about smartphone is that Koreans tend to love games. And because we can do so many things with our smartphones, we, um, if we play a lot of games, then we tend to be more addicted to smartphones. So, yeah. Are you it's playing the dating game? Have you, no. Have you ever, no, <laughs> no, you've never I done that. Because no. that's massive in the UK. Everyone uh, is on the dating, basically. Oh, actually, I did see someone playing, um, what is it? The, the, the flicking thing? 
What is it? Do you know? The flicking no, thing. <laughs> I mean, you like flick the person you like. Ah. And then you... Yeah. yeah. The flicking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's super popular. That's Tinder. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tinder. Yeah. That app. Uh-huh. But you, you're not... You're I not, don't do it. You no. won't find hate Kim, so don't bother <laughs> looking. Uh, what do your parents think of, of you when you're on your phone? Do they get... Because it's a different generation, yeah. right? Well, my mom really hates me when I... I am on my phone every day because she wants me to study, but I get distracted so easily because of the smartphone notification mm. and the ring. And so my mom thinks it's like, it's horrible for my academic performance. Well, <laughs> hey, G's mom, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Kim, I can say that that's true because I've asked Hey, G mm-hmm. to do a couple of things <laughs> and she's been on her phone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that, that sounds great. I mean, I love mm-hmm. my phone, but I think you even beat me in uh-huh. terms of phone love. Yeah. Hey G, thank you very much. Now, if you're feeling a little bit behind when it comes to the Winter Games, then you need to head over to olympicchannel.com where you can have a look at our stories to watch. You'll soon be the person that knows the most about that event. Throw in Olympic Channel, the sport you need, and stories to watch, and you'll be absolutely sorted. Austria's Marcel Herscher is certainly one of the most consistent skiers of all time. Away from the Olympics, he's won it all. Six overall World Cups. And with the gold medal that he won today in the combined, well, it surely makes him one of the absolute all-time greats. Olympic Channel reporter Alessandro Poggi wanted to know what makes him so different from the rest. But he started off by asking him if he felt like the Cristiano Ronaldo of winter sports. No. (laughs) Not really. I mean... um... I have a lot of respect uh, for uh, very great athletes, for example, Cristiano. I've, it seems to be that he's uh, very fit in uh, unbelievable shape. But I think uh, from personality, but I never met him personally. Um, we're differently because uh, I want to live a pretty simple life. And I'm not sure uh, how Cristiano is um, doing his private life. But, I mean... You are for sure fit. I saw you doing a lot of sports during the summer. You do crossfit with uh, your girlfriend. She's a fitness uh, instructor. And also your style on skiing is quite explosive. Uh, so uh, you're also ripped like Cristiano Ronaldo. But uh, how the crossfit training uh, can help you in, uh, in your training, in your conditioning? Well, it's helping me uh, a lot by pushing my limits. Because if you're already now, I'm more than 10 years professional athlete and you get tired, that is for sure. Making uh, push-ups, making sit-ups by yourself is, is okay, you can try your best. But seeing next to you pr- normal people, they are better than you. Then you, you definitely reach new levels and uh, you try to uh, be better than uh, your partner next to you. What was the trick that you liked the most in uh, cross, uh, CrossFit? And uh, is it your girlfriend better than you? <laughs> no, no, no worries. But she's good. And what's your trick uh, that you like in uh, uh, cross training, CrossFit? Well, for me, the most important thing is to enjoy, to have fun. And after a big day, of training you should be happy and not uh, think about oh my god it was everything I have done was a need so um, for me it is um, mostly it is very important to have fun and uh, for example if I go dirt bike riding I have the feeling it was just a hobby 
but afterwards or especially in the next day I have a big sore and I think oh oh my god it was a pretty good training day but is it good uh, cross crossfit for your like your core you think you think it can give you an edge in uh, skiing it can give you but uh, it is just a, a small uh, a small uh, step and uh, on my individual training it is just a, a popular name yeah and um, I know you, you love dogs, you have two dogs, uh, Pumba and Timon, if I'm not mistaken. I remember uh, in St. Moritz uh, you were thanking a lot of people and uh, you, thanked, you thanked also your dog. I imagine your dog is not here. Uh, can you tell me how much you miss him and what does that represent him for, for you? Well, every dog owner knows uh, you, you get so used to your dogs and uh, they are very nice and they are part of our family. and. Um, they live with us together and I mean as a normal uh, relationship between uh, your dog and uh, human being so uh, it is nice to have uh, those guys they are uh, yeah, part of our family and uh, we are we're having a lot of fun with them thanks to Marcel and also to Alessandro and that's it just before we go I need to give a few shout outs again one to the podcast crew, Luke, who got in contact to say he was loving the show. And I checked a few things out at olympicjournal.com because of it. Some people are having a few problems leaving reviews, but anyway, any shares on any social platforms are always appreciated. Tell your mum, your dog, your long lost school friend, the postman. Let's get them in the podcast crew and send me any photos of anything like that. Just DM them to Olympic Channel and I'll be able to take a look at them. I'd love to see them. Thanks very much for listening. Until next time.